Player 2, this is Player 1. Plugging in. Player 1 is initiating connection. Player 1 is online. Player 1, this is Player 2. Plugging in. Player 2 is initiating connection. Player 2 is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating startup sequence. guys and thank you for tuning in this is episode 101 that's right 101 dalmatians of plug and play podcast i'm your host zach and alongside me as always is tim welcome minions i'll be your cruella deville this weekend oh shit all right that was a good one all right so anyways tim what have you been up to this week well neutering some dogs as i do actually no i don't your want to do, actually i don't want to, do I want to have as many children as possible so i can wear my Thick, lustrous coat. Gotcha. If I neutered them all, I couldn't have my coat. That's um, true. So, typical week of working and such. You but can make a nutsack jacket. That would take a lot more time, so I'll probably need a thousand and one Dalmatians. Okay. I mean, yeah. Anyway, um, today though, as we're recording, is of course Adventure Time Tuesday. Adventure Time, come on, grab your friends. We're going to very distant lands. We're Jake the Dog. And so today was a pretty epic one. Um, last week was a total fail with the flat tire. Hashtag we, fail. We got all the way there and then the flat tire. I mean, everything, no one was hurt, so thank God. It wasn't a total fail, but this week I wanted to... The van to... rolled, blew up, exploded into a million pieces. For some reason, the Autobot showed up and was like, can I help you, puny humans? See, that, now it's like come around full circle and that would have been awesome. See? But, but anyway, today I wanted to, you know, kind of redeem that fail from last week. Okay. And the kids were all on board. And um, they had no idea. My clue was, my clue for them was flying, pan- no, sorry, let me start over. Flying sushi pancake. Flying sushi pancake. That was my clue for them for the Adventure Time Tuesday. Okay. And we did so all what I'm the- thinking is a calamari mm-hmm. steak cut mm-hmm. that looked like a pancake, and then you fly it and toss it at their head. Right, or a piece of sushi flying so fast it squishes into a pancake, right? Yeah, that works that's, too, That's yeah. what my daughter said. Okay. Um... So anyway, they had no clue what I was going to do to them, but they were excited. Um, so anyway, we started in the morning with going to IHOP, which is, um, for those who don't live in the area, it's just International House of Pancakes. They just sell breakfast. Is that not like all over the place? Well, you know, for our listeners in Trinidad, maybe. Uh, maybe they don't have IHOPs. Gotcha. Today was their 58th anniversary, so they're selling uh, short stacks for 58 cents. That means three pancakes for 58 cents. My wife was pissed when she... She might be going there because she's going to her friend's house right now, and Uh she didn't come back late, Uh and so her friend and her might be going there before midnight because they're open 24-7. Okay. Because she's pissed. She loves IHOP. 
So, a short aside, the day before... <laughs> Get it? 58 cent short. Yeah, yeah, short stack. The day before was actually a 7-Eleven. What? As far as the date. Oh, that's true, so you get a free slushie. Slurpee. Slurpee, whatever yeah. that was called. So, kids are like all about the corporate holidays this week. We got nice. 7-Eleven day, we got IHOP short stack day. I-, I need Best Buy to, you know, come through with like 5 cent video game day or something. That'd be cool. I, you know... Maybe some... that's how GameStop can like ramp up the business again. Totally. Let's get some more fun corporate holidays. Yeah. But I need to... We started with pancakes, and that was good. Um, Bring we... a stripper to work day. Sure. Yeah. You, you work... Get on that, Zach. Um, then we uh, got in the van again, and we drove to um, Beaverton, which is about an hour drive just because of traffic. Yeah. It should only be about like 40. But and yeah, we went an to... Benihana, which is a Japanese oh, restaurant. Oh, he's so good. That uh, focuses on teppanyaki, which is where you have a grill um, with a chef that comes out with the meat that you've ordered and cooks it right in front of you with a lot of flair. Yeah, so he tosses knives and big flames. Yeah, and, and like lights things on fire, and it's yeah. a whole show. It's really expensive, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. But they also have sushi. Um, it's oh, usually, really? Yeah, it's usually more like an appetizer. Some people actually make a whole meal out of it. But they do have a really good sushi chef. Huh. So I found out that they do this event once a year. This is the second year they've done it. They have a very limited class for like 16 kids where they do a sushi class. Oh, really? Like teach the kids how to make sushi? Yes. So um, So I can go to your house and have your kids make me sushi now. My daughter made a really mean California roll. Really? My son is... He's getting there. He's learning. He's getting there. He's learning. Um... So, to back up a little bit, they start with some of the traditions, like how not to use a chopstick, like sticking your chopsticks straight down into a bowl of rice is super insulting, apparently. Huh. And they give some, the kids some easy Japanese words. So, how are you supposed to eat the rice? No, I mean, just like... The scoop and then... Well, the... I mean, like, stabbing it into the bowl and leaving it. That's like, uh... Oh, that is rude. Why the fuck would you do that to the rice? Rice Well, apparently, if you do that, it's kind of like pouring one out for your brother. If you leave a bowl of rice like that, that's like... That's like the rice for your ancestors to have. Oh. You probably don't want to do that in a restaurant, though, because they're like, why are you leaving rice for dead people right now? <laughs> so, anyway. I'm, I'm going to start doing that everywhere I go. Can I get an extra cup of rice, please? probably a really bad explanation of that particular custom, but he went over some things like that, like other things never to do with chopsticks, blah, blah, blah. Couple English, couple uh, English to Japanese translations for different things. And then they started making sushi, um, and the actual chef, the head chef of the restaurant came out, not just some line cook or whatever but the actual chef for the restaurant so that was pretty cool that's cool and they made a california roll and and then kind of the same thing but as a wrap huh and um to finish it all up they um he had this like uh, candy sushi that he made with rice krispie treats um with a swedish fish on top um and then wrapped with uh fruit roll up instead oh, of nice seed. it was really cool that's cool and they got um drinks and appetizers they got to keep their apron and their hat they got to keep these, um, they got these little porcelain figurines they could choose. Um, there was a cat, a dragon, like a swordsman, a ninja, something else. My cat, my daughter chose the cat, my son chose the ninja. That's okay. pretty sweet. So they had a really good time, it was about an hour and a half. How much did it cost? Um, for both of them, it was, I want to say, I want to say it was 50 total but it might have been 70 total it was either 35 or 25 per kid it's not bad it wasn't bad for the amount of attention these kids got and it was really cool so 
Um, that was done about 4 o'clock, and I had scheduled something that I hadn't told him yet that was almost literally across the parking lot. Um, it was just That's right there. The next place? Yeah. It's You kind of have to cross the freeway, but it's like you could walk there in like seven minutes. Really? Um, so for Christmas, my wife had bought me this, this pass to something called iFly, um, and that is an indoor... Um, like parachuting turbine. I don't know how you describe it. Basically, there's this giant ass fan on the ground that if you hit, chews you up. No, no. There's a wire mesh that protects, that protects you from it, and then there's this big tunnel of heading upwards, and you put on like this uh, nylon suit and a helmet. If you've ever seen Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, it's just like that. Kinda. Not not a bad, not a bad description. Yeah. See. Yeah. So we watch. And not so damn dumb. Nope. We watched a little video, um, we put on our equipment. How not to curl into I a ball. I paid the extra $10 for the helmet with the visor so that it wouldn't feel like I was a dog sticking my head out the no window. No shit. Um, everyone else wore just the goggles and then their their mouths were like Yeah, Where <laughs> <laughs> I'm like in comfort, I'm like, this is the best $10 I've ever spent. Did your kids you wear the mask too or no? No, my kids didn't do it. What? No, my kids videoed me doing it. Oh. This is Adventure Tim Tuesday apparently. Okay, Adventure um, Tim Tuesday. They didn't. Yeah, they're like, no, we're good. Well, there was actually several kids, because um, you all go in in like a group of 10 or 12 or something, mm-hmm. and there was four little kids, and I mean little, like, um, I don't know, six or less. One of them did great, and the other three... Um, Freaked t- the fuck out? They did. Two of them were crying and had to, like, end a little bit early, and then the other one... Like, pissed, and you could just see pee going up? No, he oh. wasn't crying, but he was kicking his legs the whole time. And you're supposed to have your legs like straight out, straight out, slightly bent. No, he was kicking like he was trying to swim. And the guy, like, because there's always someone there in there with you, he was just laughing, <laughs> trying to hold this kid <laughs> from falling. Right? Well, yeah, because if you let go of the kid, yeah. because they're lighter than the adults, he yeah. would literally go flying toward the ceiling. Because you're trying to ideally fly about four feet off the floor. Yeah. Until the very end, if you pay another $10, they will grab you and spin you up and fly you about two-thirds of the way up that big tunnel I talked about. Yeah. So that was a rush. That's how I finished. There was two sessions about, well, mine were two minutes longer, but else was about a minute long. You, anyway. Um, but at the end, you fly you fly up, and then he holds onto your arm and your leg and spins you as he's holding you, so you look like a helicopter blade. Yeah. And I've got a little short video on my Facebook page. But that was a rush. Like, um, I seriously, after that, yeah. I like had an adrenaline um, drop off. You're like, like, we can do it. Let's go. No, no, no. Afterward, I, I oh, got, I got, you were like, I got right. sleepy because I had so much of a. Hey guys, guess that was well, the best sex ever. Kinda, and then I had to drive home in like six o'clock rush hour traffic. And I'm like, I should just gave your daughter a wheel. Here you go. You're old enough. Daddy needs to sleep. Yeah. So this was a much better Adventure Time Tuesday. Uh, I got to fly. We had sushi. That's fun. And we had pancakes. I mean, other than like the sex you mentioned, what else could you possibly... And that's not kid appropriate. I mean, this is all about the kids. Yeah. That yeah. was Adventure Team Tuesday. They didn't want to fly. Um, after I flew... They, they wanted to. They did. But before, they were like, no, no. <laughs> we'll hold the camera for you, Dad. We're good. Yeah. That's funny. But they, they, um, the guy in between the sets of like the people who were paying. Yeah. Because you kind of sign up. There's like one every hour. In between, they had a, like uh, the guys that work there. They're doing these acrobatics that were just insane, like shooting straight up, diving back down and pulling up at the last possible second. 
this one, the, the guy, the trainer that was with me, actually flew up to the top, stood upside down on the ceiling, and then walked down the side of the wall from like 40 feet up because they had the, the jet turned all the way up. There's actually two people operating. One person's inside with you, holding you, basically, basically make sure you don't bash your brains out. Mm-hmm. The other guy's at the controls, like lowering and speeding up the fan. So Wow. It's pretty sweet. Um, it's expensive. How like, much is it? I don't even want to talk about it. I paid for up. I already had the pass from Christmas, mm-hmm. and I paid again, like as much as was originally spent on the pass, just for the upgrades. I don't regret the spin. I don't regret the helmet. I kind of regret buying the extra two minutes. Yeah. Two minutes does feel like a long time, though. Does it? In there, it really does. You're like, um, yes. Yes. But looking back, I would have been happy with the original two minutes I had instead of the four minutes I ended up with. So, hmm. if you do it. Um, apparently, these things are in multiple areas. There's one in Seattle, I know. There's probably several all across oh, America. Oh, a PAX Prime trip is, is what I'm hearing. Um, could. could make a side trip if you wanted. But, you know, bring some money. Yeah. So, that was my Adventure Time Tuesday. It was Sweet. pretty awesome one, I gotta that say. That sounds pretty fucking awesome. So, what have you been up to this week? I didn't fill that out. No, you didn't, so I'm really curious. What did you do this week? So this week, I, uh, well, I was kind of sick last week on episode 100, so I spent all weekend basically on the couch, sleeping, pretty much the whole weekend. I slept. Um, do you have any cool dreams? No, I don't dream. At all? No. Okay. I think I psychologically try to block out what I do during my sleep, because I'm pretty sure it has something to do with sword and scale, but I'm not positive. So... Another. I wake up tired a lot. So, like, I'm thinking, like, I'm probably out there committing crimes of some kind, and I don't know about Do it. Do you wake up with your, your arms tensed? Yeah, sometimes. Clenched in a fist? Sometimes. Is there blood on your fingernails? I don't have fingernails. I know. I <laughs> so, that's the best part about this. And then, you know, now my fingerprints have changed. So, I need to talk to your wife about that, because I don't think they got me on file now. No, you don't want to bring it to her attention. Well, that's true. Just keep that under the radar. Yeah, I mean, keep that underneath the radar. And hopefully she won't listen to this episode. Exactly. Or your daughter won't narc on us. She so, totally will now that you said that. I know, right? Um, so, I didn't really do a whole heck of a lot. I did watch um, some Civil War stuff on TV. It was pretty cool. And then, I'm trying to think. We're going on a trip tomorrow, which is Wednesday. We're heading out. Heading out to the great state of Alaska it's for 14 here. days. So... Will we be able to keep up our recording? We will. Okay. We're going to do it. You're going to, like, float a balloon up to get a Wi-Fi signal or something? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, um, we're getting ready for that. Um, Working a ton of, like, overtime-ish to try and get ready for that. Okay. Um, So, I'm going into work tomorrow extra early to get some stuff done before I have to come home and pack because I haven't packed yet. Um, But other than that, I haven't done a whole heck of a lot. But I see that you have been playing a shit ton of games. Um, yes and no. Like, more games than you, but little chunks. Um, well, it's not hard to do more games than me either. So, I'll leave the last one to talk about, since that's the one game you played. Okay. And I think it's going to be a big topic for this I'm thinking so. episode anyway. Um, but I finally did get that last achievement on Radiator 2. Remember when I spanked that guy's ass so hard he wouldn't... Like, he wouldn't t- talk to you for like five days? It was more like ten, it turns out. Was it out. ten days? Ten days, but finally he talked He's to like, me. like, I don't like you, I'm still bruised. So this time I spanked his ass the right way and it got the achievement. He it stopped t- when he told you to stop? Yeah, and okay. literally it took like, um, I don't even know if it was, it was probably like two minutes. So I got that last achievement. 
I've got all the achievements for Radiator 2. I can put that game away and delete it from my hard drive. Dear God. So, yes, my proud... I wish it was kind of on PlayStation 2 so I could count that as Earth 4. I mean, so I could count it as a Platinum. But <laughs> Steam doesn't do Platinums. I'm glad they don't. I, I need more Platinums. On that one. Okay, so I've also been playing more stories, The Path of Destinies, and it continues to be good. Um, in each playthrough, you get a secret. Um, well, I think if you do it right, you get a secret, if you follow the right path. And there's four secrets total, and they play into the choices you would make. Like, it's things you would know about people or things, okay. so you wouldn't make that choice again. Um, I'm trying to be vague to not spoil anything, but I, f I think once I know, have all four secrets, I'll know enough to get the right path and beat the game. Okay. Um, and I've got three out of four, um, so I'm almost there. I also started playing um, a game that we actually got a code from last PAX. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's been in a Steam library for a while. And um, to skip ahead to site news, I made a video for this. You can check it out at PlugAndPlayGamer.com. Um, there should be a link. Actually, actually, there isn't. Check out our YouTube channel at... YouTube.com forward slash PlugAndPlayGamer. Thank you. I can never remember that. Yeah. Um, but I, pl I did an entire playthrough of the game. You can actually finish the game in about two minutes if you make one choice. I watched it. It's worth the two minutes. Yep, it's pretty funny. Um, you don't actually want to make the choice I made. You want to... Um, yes, make... you do. Just get the game over with. Hi, beat it. Um, if you don't make that choice, you end up in a, in a cocktail party. And, like, the first two people you pick end up being the people in the rest of the story. Oh, really? So... Of course, I just happened, I picked the two hottest chicks there. <laughs> when I say hot, it's relative because the game. It's like eight bit. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of um, River City Ransom or Earthbound. Yeah. Like p characters wandering around in town, talking to people, doing little kind of fetch quests for people. But the dialogue is really good in this game. The story mm. is pretty pretty cool. Um, I guess slight spoilers. You're basically a person. If you don't make that first choice I made, you're a person who's going to get kicked out of their apartment unless they can come up with 500 bucks. And you have to do all these things to try to get 500 bucks. Because 500 bucks is hard to make. Well, not if you sell drugs. That's an option. Fuck yeah. That's an option. Wait, how do we get in this, Tim? I need to make 500 bucks. Well, it's, it's a video game we're talking about, Zach. Oh. I mean, not real life. Never mind. So, um, that's pretty cool. I'm going to go back to that. Um, I'm enjoying it. And... And then we'll talk about the other game a little later. Okay. I guess now, actually, because... right now. That's what you've been playing, right? Yeah. All right, go ahead. All you Pokemon start. Go! Gotta catch him out! Us and, like, 15 other billion people, apparently. Yeah, those assholes keep crashing my fucking servers. I'd really appreciate if you guys would just stop. And it's not even out to all countries. I don't think it's... Is it out in Canada yet, for example? I don't know. I don't think it is. It might not be. Not at the point of this... You can sideload it on Android with the APKs. Yeah. You, you Apple people yeah. probably don't know what an APK is, and that's okay. You can that's, just go back and okay. play. Go play your Candy Crush. It's yeah, all good. Exactly. Um, but go use your one button. This game is everywhere. I'm like going to like when I went to a park, I saw hundred, not hundreds, tens of other people with their heads down looking for Pokemon. Yeah. Um, I saw one walking by my house today. It's like there's a fucker looking for a Pokemon. Well, he's like looking around like this. My like, workplace is a Pokestop. Is it really? It is. Oh, God, I gotta come eat at Twilight. Yeah. Well, thanks. No, you, Sorry. Everybody, everybody, <laughs> everybody in the Vancouver area will know now. No, Pokestops aren't that rare. There's plenty of Pokestops. The park I go to has two right next to each other. Really? Yeah. I'll bleep that last part out. <laughs> That's good. Um, so yeah. Oh, God, I gotta go eat at... Beep, beep, beep! So out front, there's always people on their phones checking in and getting their extra Pokeballs. 
but even in... So is that what Pokestops do, is just give you extra Pokeballs? Because I haven't really got into it. I'm only level 3. I've walked around my neighborhood and got them that way. Yeah, if you go to a Pokestop and you click on it, then it pops up with a little circle icon. Okay. And it's usually a picture of what the place is. Okay. Like if it's a church, it'd be the front of the church, whatever. Porn um, shop, it's probably a big old dildo. Sure. Okay. Whatever, whatever, you know, the picture of whoever originally took that Google Place picture is. Okay. And you swipe on it. And then Pokeballs or potions or other goodies will kind of fall out of it and you just pick them up. Oh, that's cool. It's usually three to five items, I think. Nice. And you can actually wait another five to ten minutes and it'll be available again. Really? So, so if you're hunting around a Pokestop... You just you, go back to it. Mm-hmm. Nice. And the other thing about Pokestops is um, they have slots. And I haven't got the items yet that you can put in the slots, but I know one of them is called Lure. It's sort of like incense. Yeah, and um, it brings but, a Pokemon to you. But it works for everybody, not just you. Incense only really? works for you. Lure works on anybody who's around a Pokestop. Hmm. It brings an extra Pokemon. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, that, that'll come into play later for one of our news stories. Okay. Um, Sounds good. But yeah, everyone in my work is talking about it. Like, nobody... I mean, not at mine. There's like two or three gamers. They're like, hey, what you playing? Oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah. But everybody is Everybody's like... Everybody's like walking around like... Well, not During around. work, they're like, Pokemon out there, guys! No, because our boss would kick our ass. The staff all looked up. There's, there's been some serious shit talking about Team Valor versus Team NSYNC. Like, you fucking Instinct losers. <laughs> Isn't there three teams? There's three. Okay. Instinct, Valor, and Mystic. Okay. I think. And I think everybody's basically going with Valor or Instinct, No, right? I thought so. Um, the one that's the probably the least favorite is Instinct, from okay. my experience. It's either... Because that's blue and red. Like, blue and red makes sense. Yeah. It wants to be yellow. Yellow belly. That's true. Freaking yellow. Never mind. I don't think there's anyone on Instinct on my workplace. It's all... It's split almost 50-50 Mystic and Valor. And would you go with... Valor. Okay. I think Jesse went Mystic, didn't he? Yeah. He's dead to me now. Yeah. So, I am not high enough level to choose, so it's okay. Um, it's a choice. You can't go back as far as I know. You really? Know, yeah. So once you lock in your choice, that's who you are. So, Team Instinct. And that, I, I was going to explain what that means, but I'm thinking anybody listening to our podcast probably knows what that means by now as far as the gyms. and so. Yeah, because yeah. don't you basically like you fight over the gyms, right? Right. Yeah. Because this whole game is uh, based on Ingress. Mm-hmm. Uh, the gyms are... Net, are basically what the uh riffs were in yeah Congress, so okay sounds good well that's what we've been playing this week guys moving down to our tech talk I got something in the mail for, um, I think when it came out it was 99 bucks. Yeah. Um, the Steam Controller was on sale multiple times for Amazon Prime members for 35 bucks. Hmm. And, um, did you hear that? Yeah, I did. Um, it's got little wake-up uh, tones you can set. It's got a custom profile. I was actually curious, can you pull up Steam? Mm-hmm. I'm curious if it registers it. Um, with my profile. So you can put a profile attached to controller. it. Yeah, um, for mouse-based games. Oh, yep, you're controlling. So now I'm controlling Zach's desktop. 
Don't hit the cancel button on recorder. Um, so I really like the little uh, mouse pad on the side. It's got feedback on it. It's really... There's a couple games I wanted to play in my Steam library that technically had uh, gamepad support, but you could tell they were meant for mouse and keypad just by how jerky... Party hard? No, um, Cradle, specifically. Q gifted me that for Christmas. Okay. And it looks really good, but when I tried to control it to move and turn my head at the same time, it would just move too fast, and it was just obviously not optimized for gamepad. It meant to be played with mouse and keyboard. Hmm. And as you know, I am terrible at mouse and keyboard. So for several games in my library like that and Fear, I've wanted... Um, I thought it'd be cool. That was that other controller we kickstarted, or looked at kickstarting. That had the was supposed to emulate mouse. Oh right, right, right. But it was joystick based. Right. Yes. Um, this has the what do you call these? Like track pads. Track pads. It does have one um, joystick. Joystick, and I use that instead of the. That's weird. It's freaking out. What um, was that? I don't know. Some haptic feedback. The buttons are placed pretty well. Um, yeah, they're the, like Xbox, PlayStation. The build feels pretty sturdy. Um, for thirty-five oh. bucks, I'm definitely happy with this. Um, I wish it came with rechargeable batteries, but you can, of course, you know, put rechargeable batteries in there. Uh, the triggers are what clicks the mouse. Um, the so what? I'm, I'm... These? Mm-hmm. And you can set up, um, for each game, I really like... Oh, it. this isn't nearly as bad as people were saying it was. No, and for each game, you can, um, customize it to the way you want. So I, and there's, a often, uh, developer suggested profiles for your controller, or there's community suggested profiles. So you often don't even have to think about it. You can just pick one. What is this? This Steam is all messed up. Are you in big picture mode? Fuck am I now? Yeah, you're in big picture mode. No, you're not used to big picture mode. This is how I play um, in my living room. So anyway, that's the Steam controller. I do recommend it at $35. I don't think I'd recommend it at $99. Um, I think it, if it was mass marketed at... 40 to 50, I think that's still a good value proposition. I would say so. But I am definitely happy with it at 35. Um, I don't know if I'll play with it all the time just because of the rechargeable battery issue. Um, but for the certain games I mentioned, like Fear or uh, Cradle, I definitely will. Um, but yeah, I I'm like I'm actually it. really enjoying this. This is actually really cool. I Yeah, I'd be kind of curious to your reaction because you actually know how to play mouse and keyboard. Of course, you know how to get... You've used game pads, but yeah. I'm wondering how the hybrid experience would be for you. Yeah, I'm uh, going to have to try this out. Alright, well, All right, we'll be right back after this music break. More like a Steam Controller testing break. You know shit, what? I want to be the very best Like no one ever was To catch them is my real test To train them is my cause Hey guys, thanks for tuning back in. Um, we have tasty treats. Yes, we do. We Soon. do. Well, now in hands. Now in our hands, physically. All right. All right. Um, here. 
Alright, I was gonna use my. Well, you can use that, I don't care either no, way. I'll use your, your cool opener. If I can figure out how to freaking use it. You know what? I'm gonna use the tool I know. Okay, I can get you a zapper gun, is that what you're looking for? No, that would work too. Alright, so I. Mine just... worked a little bit faster, P.S. Well, you know how to use it. Yours is yours, yours is cool. It's made from a shell casing, but um, I know how to use my Leatherman tread. So anyway, I opened up the Hop Valley Brewing Sir Orange Lot. It is a pale ale that's brewed with some orange peel. Nice. Um, contains alcohol. Duh. I'm looking for the ABVs and such. It says bitter and sweet orange peels are added to this cloudy summer pale for a refreshing finish. Nugget hops are also featured to provide this beer. With an orange blossom-like aroma, 25 IBUs and 5.5 percent. Wow! I'm gonna pour you a little taste. Okay, yeah. There you go. Perfect. Thank you. And the rest is for me. Sweet. And I have the Apocalypse IPA by Ten Barrel Brewing. All right. Now I'm not gonna say what this tastes like until you have to take a sip. So I'm betting it tastes like orange. I'm not, <laughs> not no spoiler there. It's a fucking peach, bro. It's this actually is, it's got a little bit of orange too, it, but it's it's got it tastes more like. Uh, it's really smooth. Yeah. Really smooth. Um, no, the orange is definitely in there, but it's not overpowering. I've had some uh, summer beers that just went way too much with the orange. Yeah. It's there, but it doesn't whack you on the head with it. It's nice. It's not a head whacker. No. So I'm not going to make the same mistake as episode 100. You ready to move on? Sure. Um, so where are we? Oh, yeah. I guess it's time to kick it. Yeah, see, I wasn't going to say it like last, last episode. You get mad. That's mine. It's my line, man. I get to say that. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, what, what time is it, Zach? <laughs> You, uh... <laughs> yeah, I'll go ahead and uh, kick us off this week. This week, guys, I am talking from bedrooms to billions, the story of the PlayStation Revolution. So I'm going to go ahead and let them talk about it real quick. The console industry was dominated by Sega and Nintendo. Competitors will be record companies and video companies and consumer electronics companies. But it's going to be a very interesting battle. PlayStation was really the first machine that had taken workstation quality graphics in real time and put that into the hands of the developers. And the great thing about the hardware was that the games came on CD-ROM. They didn't come on cartridge. And as a result, uh, the economics meant we had about five times more money that we could spend on creating titles. So suddenly you had teams all over the place that could make PlayStation games. So this is a uh, feature film focusing on how Sony, um, specifically the PlayStation, helped take video games to a whole new level for both developers and players. It really did change the game when they came out with the PlayStation. Huge. I mean, that was a giant leap. I think I was on the 64, was that back then? Was it, yep. was it 64? 
That's the whole reason I haven't played a lot of 64 games is because I went PlayStation. Yeah, see, and I went 64, and it was just like, oh my god, what the hell are those people playing around the PlayStation? <laughs> We're in the future, Zach. I yeah. don't know what little kitty toy you're exactly. playing Exactly. Well, I was a kid back then. Fuck you. Whatever. But uh, some of us weren't in our 30s back then, Tim. Mm-hmm. So, uh, they're looking for 66970 They currently have $44,733 with 15 days ago. Oh, I forgot to mention, this is being backed by Nicola Caulfield and Anthony Caulfield. Um, they have, currently have 1,023 backers. Some of the rewards, this is all in European money. Euros or pounds or what the fuck no. is that sign? Is that pounds? I think that is it's the L, whatever the weird L is. Okay, whatever the stupid L is that I use if for... If it's the... pounds, it'll get cheaper because of Brexit. And like so, ten whatever equals about thirteen US. I bet that is pounds. I bet this is the perfect time to buy this Kickstarter because their money's worth so less after Brexit. Oh, so you guys get a digital copy for thirteen US dollars. Yeah. Twenty-seven dollars, you guys get a DVD. Okay. Uh, to uh, thirty-three, you get the Blu-ray. Jumping up to the big leagues because that's where I like to sit. The high rollers. Like you said, at the big boy table. Like you said, the big boy table. 6697 U.S. dollars. Mm-hmm. 5,000 pounds. You get the executive producer. As an executive producer of the PlayStation Revolution, you will get a copy of the PlayStation Revolu- Revolution signed by the directors. What are you pointing at, Gran Turismo? Holy shit. One person's already bought it. What the fuck? <laughs> Continuing on, signed by directors plus a digital download of the film, and your name will appear on the executive producer in the intro credits to the film. You will also receive two tickets to the film premiere, and your name will be entered into an IMDb as an executive producer. In addition, you will also receive a postcard pack and A2 Olive Frey PlayStation Revolution poster signed by Oliver Frey, a pre order exclusive collectible slipcase with the Oliver Frey artwork, and access to the backer zone. IMDB credit would be kind of cool. That would be pretty... Just plug and play podcast. Yep, yep. I think I know who backed that, actually. It's a PlayStation executive. He was tweeting about this. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he did. I think it was him. That'd be funny, man. That doesn't surprise me. So, anyways, this looks really cool, and it goes through all the iterations of the PlayStation logo, Mm -hmm. and it looks fucking cool. Look at this. Oh, wow. Isn't that fucking weird? Yeah, they had some I remember this first one, though. I don't remember the rest of them. I think these are concept ones. Uh, I, I don't remember a lot of these. I remember this one. That's about it. And then obviously down to these. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Anyway, so that's crazy. This looks like a crazy awesome Kickstarter. Um, I might back it just at the digital level. We should talk after. At least one of them. One of us should so we could watch it. Yeah. So. All right. Tim, what do you got for us? All right. I am backing Shell... I said it wrong. System Shock by Night Dive Studios. Shell Shock. Shell Shock. Shell Shock. That's something else. So that's System, Ninja Turtles. System You're Shock came out. <laughs> <laughs> System Shock came out in '94. Um, it was revolutionary for the time. It's the game. Ninja Turtles are already up. Shell Shocking. It's a different kind of game. It's like a cyberpunk, like uh, story-driven game. Um, it's what. Bioshock really is is based on it as far as like a framework. Okay. Um, well, here's a brief intro from the 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 people putting on this Kickstarter. And Stephen used to love to play outside with all the other children, until the incident. It was like night and day. After he started playing that classic cyberpunk horror video game System Shock, 
he simply lost touch with reality. So that gives you pretty kind of, sure they're getting shell shocked. Yeah, that's kind of the yeah, kind of a dramatization of how important this game was to people back in the day. Um, so yeah, this is something I've never played because I didn't have a PC to run it when it was when it was current. Yeah, um, and I it never came to consoles. I'm pretty confident in that. Um, so it's a really interesting project. It's a remake. It's got. It's met its goal of $900,000. It's got 15 days to go as we record. Um, 15,000 backers, roughly. And let's see the rewards. For 25 bucks, Oh, all gone. For 30 bucks, you get a digital copy of the game and a Tri-Optoma handbook and a forum badge. Woohoo! So basically, you get the manual and a digital download for 30 bucks. Sweet. Goes up from there. There's like a ridiculous special edition. Um physical what's the price point um okay it's not too bad actually so oh, god damn it 75 dollars. oh that's get, nothing right get you a physical copy of the game in a steel case exclusive access to the closed beta drone cyborg forum badge drone cyborg credit in the game you also get a digital collector's edition huh and digital copies of system shock enhanced 2015 and system shock 2 1999 so I guess I already enhanced the game in 2015, but this is a ground from the ground up. This is a rework. Every pixel, like it's all, it's faithful to the game from what it sounds like, but it's in Unity engine and it's brand new. It's it's new software. It's not extra textures or whatever. And they're keeping it hard like it used to be. Um, they're very clear about that. It, you can read more about it. Look at System Shock um, in Kickstarter if you're interested. They go into great detail there. Um, I was thinking about playing the whole video for you, but it's six minutes and it just kind of gets a little long. So go read about it if you're interested. Skipping up to the top level, as you like to do, $10,000. There's also one backer in this level, by the way. Holy shit. You get to come to an exclusive private party hosted by Stephen Kick, Rob Waters, and other King members, key members of the System Shock team. Must be able to travel to Portland, Oregon. That's the other thing, by the way. This, this is local. Yes, this originated in Vancouver, Washington, which is one of the reasons I'm picking it, because I always like to support local projects. Um, if you haven't caught on, we live in Vancouver, Washington. Yes. Um, come try and steal our Pokemons, and we'll we'll shame you. Um, so I already I, threatened to shoot a guy walking down my street, so... That's not neighborly of you. Nope. Um, you Stay get off a, my block, bitch! <laughs> these are my Pikachu. <laughs> Uh, signed Big Box Collector's Edition. You'll get an honorary board member of the Tri-Optimum Corporation with an in-game portrait of yourself hanging on the wall. That's pretty cool. That is really cool. Not $10,000 cool, but it's pretty cool. You'll get 30, 30 digital collector's editions to give out to your friends. 30? 30. 30. Holy shit. You will get a custom System Shock gaming laptop. Exclusive access to developer forums. Running on 1995 high-performance yeah. technology. It doesn't say. <laughs> <laughs> the Pentium 4 processor. Yeah, but for $10,000, getting you a, a halfway decent laptop is probably not that hard. Another $1,000 for the customization at most. Sounds like three grand if you're getting decent Alienware. It probably wouldn't be that, but whatever. Um, it's kind of cool to give you 30 keys for a digital. That's pretty cool. 
So now I want to know that one backer. Yeah, right? Hey, buddy. Hey. So I see you have this coming to you for free. I mean, you did pay for them, but... Um, so, yeah, I really encourage you to check it out and look at the videos and check out all the things they're doing about it. I don't want to spend a lot of time going over it, but there's a lot of information in this Kickstarter to digest. If you remember System Shock or if you like Bioshock and want to kind of see where it came from spiritually, it's not a direct sequel, but um, go check out System Shock on Kickstarter. Sweet. Moving on to game industry news and events. We're all really going to be talking about one thing here. This yep. is only one thing that matters, and that's Craigslist call ads. So if you guys have ever gone to craigslist.com, you guys know the famous website for finding prostitutes and girls that are horny in your neighborhood. Dude, I bought my blender on Craigslist. What are you doing there? Didn't know they had another section on Craigslist. Yes. <laughs> you could buy and sell, like, actually I buy a lot of uh, Super Nintendo games from Craigslist. That's a good place to find them. That went weird. <laughs> we learned we learned something about There's that. a Pokemon Go transportation. Yeah, our local uh, Craigslist, we found an ad for Southeast Portland. Uh, it says, Pokemon Go transportation for sale. Rides for Pokemon Go. I will drive you. <laughs> I will drive you around Portland metro area while you play Pokemon Go. Rides will include snacks and beverages. Thirty dollars per person. Includes two hours of driving around to all the Pokestops and gym trainers. So it's like an Uber for Pokemon. Except for this guy's doing it on the DL, and he's just like, man, if somebody could just pay me to do this, that'd be fucking awesome. I'm doing it anyways, but whatever. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Craigslist. You- no matter what you need, apparently. It's apparently. There. Moving on, Tim. Now that I'm going to get divorced here. Um, <laughs> episode 101, Zach loses his family. So, a lot of other crazy things have been going on. Um, hold on. I need to pull up this link, damn it. Hope you edit this. Are you talking about the man's private home that got turned into a Pokemon gym? See, that's part of it. So, CNN has compiled a bunch of weird stories having to do with Pokemon. And I finally got the link. Um, so yeah, this guy lives in a church and churches are one of the things that Pokemon like makes into gyms or Pokestops. Mm-hmm. So he's been taking pictures and putting on Twitter all the random cars. That's... All the, all the pastors and stuff on Sunday morning are going to have a hell of a time. All the kids on their phones, like playing with them and stuff. Right. Um, so yeah, uh, he actually got to meet the guy who owns his gym and, uh, it's a pretty funny story. Um, huh. But there's other things going on too. Speaking of churches, you might be familiar with Westboro Baptist. They're the lovely people that go and picket military funerals which have nothing to do with gay marriage that they're mad about. And they have hugely offensive uh, signs that they hold up at these military funerals and generally just piss everybody off. They're basically one of the things, like, they're like one of the, like, passes I'd give myself if I ever decided to kill somebody. They're, like, so hideous and heinous that actually there's a group of, like, they're not Hell's Angels, but they're motorcyclists. Is it the Mongols? It might be. I'm sorry, I don't know which group it is, but it, they if actually, you're part of that group, totally sorry, guys. And we think you're, you're awesome. totally cool. You're awesome. So they will actually go to military funerals just to create a noise barrier from these assholes. Is there, aren't they the ones that go there and like rev their bikes and shit? Yeah, with yeah. the exhaust pointing toward the protest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're awesome. Um, but anyway, these Westboro Baptist assholes are that. That's their, their mission in life is to go be dickheads at funerals. So anyway. Um, a Pokemon user named Pinknose took over the uh, gym that happens to be on the actual physical Westboro Baptist Church, um, which is in some southern state, I can't remember. 
Um, she put a uh, level or a, a CP one twenty uh, Clea Fairy um, Pokemon on it named <laughs> Love Is Love, and it's just it's just awesome. Uh, I love that story. Speaking uh, of which, trainer names. What did you name your trainer? Uh, Lonely Controller. Oh, uh, that's my gamer handle right now. I tried using every single variation of Dark Legend. It was I, taken. I had to do the thing I had to do on Twitter, which was drop one L because of the character count. That's perfectly fine. I want to plug and play pod. No, it's, so. all, it's all you. <laughs> um, so I got a couple mother random... Some asshole already took plug and play. Really? Yeah. I was huh. like, plug and play, and they're like, nope. Nope. I was like, you fuckers. Pretty sure it's Jesse. <laughs> Fucking rolling around, Jesse's like, plug and play. <laughs> really? Not handbone? Oh, he might be handbone. I don't know. We'll have to ask him. Uh, two more random Pokemon stories. Um, Shayla Wiggins woke up early Friday morning to catch Pokemon by the Big Wind River in Wyoming. I was sounds trying, lovely. Yeah. I was trying to catch a water Pokemon. Wiggins, yeah, she's smart. Wiggins told CNN. Instead, she made an alarming discovery. A dead body close to the Wyoming Highway 789. <laughs> I probably would have never went down there if it wasn't for this game, she admitted. <laughs> but the scary incident isn't deterring her. She says she'll continue to play the game. Oh my god. Uh, Pokemon Go claims his first victim. You no. know, it does warn you. The guy probably is playing Pokemon Go. Trying to catch a water Pokemon. Probably drowned out there. Well, speaking of crime victims, Missouri police have reported that armed, oh dear God. that armed robbers are using Pokemon Go to snare victims in isolated places. Officers took four suspects into custody after receiving a 911 call around 2 a.m. local time Sunday morning. They later located a handgun, according to a statement from the police what? department. What? Using the geolocation feature of Pokemon Go, the robbers were able to anticipate the location level of seclusion of unwitting victims. The way we believe it was used is you can add a beacon to a Pokestop to lure more players. Apparently, they were using the app to locate people standing around in the middle of a parking lot or whatever location they were in. The game allows players to drop a lure module into a real-world location to attract high numbers of Pokemon for 30 minutes. The lure modules have reportedly also been used by business owners to bring people to their stores. What the fuck? Um, in a joint statement, the app makers Pokemon Company and Niantic said they were aware of incidents involving some players. We encourage all people playing Pokemon Go to be aware of their surroundings and to play with friends when going to new or unfamiliar places. Holy please, shit. Please remember to be safe and alert at all times. It even warns you that when you like it starts up. That's the very, yeah, there's a warning. Uh, be aware of your surroundings when you start up the game. So the last story is um, Pokemon adds $7.5 billion to Nintendo market value in two days. Holy shit. And I'm going to skip through all the technical stuff. Basically, the Nintendo stock soared in value. It went up in two days an insane amount. And Nintendo... It went up like $7.5 billion or something. I've heard some people even saying 11 So I, I think it's in flux a lot right yeah. now. But suffice it to say that a, a stock that's been pretty flat thanks to like the Wii U sales and such. Oh, yeah. Huge, huge spike right now. So investors think it's hot right now. So... Yay, finally good news for Nintendo. This, like, can, like... I think that this Pokemon game right here, like, open... Like, They're if not Nintendo even... wants to be smart, like, this could open their eyes and be like, oh, fuck, like, we need to get stuff on mobile. I think they will definitely be focusing on this. From the... It's important to note that Nintendo's only, like, a 25% shareholder in this because Niantic Labs is a developer of the game. Yeah, and the, and po the Pokemon Company Pokemon actually Pokemon Company it. actually owns the IP, but Nintendo owns is a 24% or something yeah. of the Pokemon company. 
So Nintendo has a big piece of it. Yeah. But it's not actually a Nintendo game, per se. No, but they're going to get a lot of this. But they're looking at this nuts, and they're going to be like, um, yeah, we need some Mario Kart Go now, where players meet up in places and race that each other. That would be dope. Imagine if there was tournaments that were only right? held at, like, Pioneer Court Square. Yeah. For a certain period or of time. Or just down at Estratro Park. And you could, if you could you win. You just show up. And you could win custom rims for your stupid go-kart or some shit. Yeah. Um, there, There's definitely IP Nintendo has that can be made into more mobile games. And Nintendo's going to see success of this game. And I don't know what the NX looks like, but if it's not mobile component in some capacity. They're dropping the ball. They are really dropping the ball. Yeah. So, I think we've talked about Nintendo enough for one episode. Sounds good. But that was definitely a lot in the news this oh week. Oh my gosh, Pokemon Go is the thing to be. So, we got some game releases as well this week, Tim. Yep, we got... So, we got 7th Dragon, the 3rd Code VFD. What the fuck we is that? we talked about this last week. That sounds like a Squaresoft game if I ever heard of one. Uh-huh. Anuric... Anara... Anarchute. That's the one. Anarchute. Assault Suit... Lanos? Leisure Suit Lanos? Leisure Suit Lanos? Um, Daydreamer Awakened Edition. Ghostbusters. Ghost Turds. No, Ghostbusters. Who can call? Ghostbusters! When there's something strange in your neighborhood. Who are you gonna call? Ghost Turds. Damn it. Kerbal Space Program. Kill Strain. Militant. Which, uh, I think I have a copy of that coming in. It's better than the knockoff Militate. Militate. Watch out for that taint. Mobile Suit Gundam Extreme vs. Force Vita. Moon Hunters. Necropolis. Polybridge. What the fuck? We read these last week. That's what I'm saying. These look familiar. Yeah, these look... Alright, jumping down to the 13th, because yep. I think I screwed up last week, guys. Crush Your Enemies! PC, Mac, Linux, iOS, and Android... Realize how it did not have console. Infinium Strike, PC, Kerbal Space Program, Xbox One, Monster Hunter, Generations, 3DS, Obliteracers, <laughs> Xbox One, PS4, question mark? The Solus Project, Xbox One, Tumblestone, Xbox One, 10 Second Ninja, that's what my wife calls me. <laughs> Second Ninja X. Learning all sorts of things. Xbox about One, PS4, Beta, PC, Ark, Survival of the Fittest, PS4. What the fuck? You guys ever have Ark yet? No. Huh. I am Setsuna. Are you now? I guess so. PS4, Steam. Not even on PC. Just Steam. Steam only. I never did figure out last week if uh, Inside was Steam or um, Windows. Windows. Or... I don't know. I can check it out. Uh, Killstrain, PS4. Lifeless Planet, PS4. Neverwinter, PS4. I'm curious about those last two titles. Give me one second. What game are we looking up on uh, Windows Store? Uh, Inside. The successor to... We are logging into the Xbox app as we speak, ladies and gentlemen. How the hell do I look for games on this thing? <laughs> it's not. It's not easy like Steam. It's not easy like Steam. This is ridiculous. Uh, you see a cert, see all Windows Store games. Here we go. Alright. Opens up a whole new window, of course, because, you know, we love Windows. I'm not thinking it's on, uh... Alright, is it on Steam? I know, we're checking it out. Dirty Holodala is apparently logged in the Xbox. What the fuck? How do I get out of this thing? You've ruined my computer! There. 
Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, he done it. I <laughs> <laughs> don't want to be it. We're in big picture mode, ladies and gentlemen. We're having a freak out. I don't know where the fuck to go. Okay, store. The giant tab that says store. It's only bigger than your head. No, I'm trying to get the hell out of this oh, thing. Just look for this first and I'll help you get out of this. I can't type, huh? Um, where the hell is the search? Search. He's like freaking out. Like seriously, big picture mode. Inside. Like 20 bucks. Sweet. I'm 20 so bucks happy. on Steam. I'm happy it's on Steam. I'm going to pick too. this up. I've got some credit. All right, guys. So that brings us to this week's question, which is... <laughs> which store do you like better? Yeah, which <laughs> store do you like better? Windows or Steam? Just kidding. Just kidding. All right, guys. This week's real question, though, is are you playing Pokemon Go? Yes. Tim is. I'm like going whenever I turn on my phone. If there's a Pokemon, I'm, I'm like fucking catching it. I'm going to. I'm poking it. I'm heading to Alaska. I'm going to catch some Alaskan Pokemon. One of the funniest questions I heard all week is, how do I get more balls? <laughs> Uh, and I just looked at him. I'm like, you're like, <laughs> I can't help you with that, bud. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, guys. That is this week's question. Are you playing Pokemon Go? So don't forget to check us out at Facebook.com forward slash Plug and Play Podcast. Twitter.com at Plug and Play Cast. Same as Instagram. Um, also on YouTube.com forward slash Plug and Play Gamer. And you can always check us out at PlugAndPlayGamer.com or TheButtonSmashes.com where Tim and I are putting up articles. And sometimes videos. Yep. Oh, and hey, uh, Tim? Yeah? Why should I like us right on iTunes Stitcher? We're at the end of the show. I don't give a fuck. Um, why should you like us and rate us on iTunes? And Stitcher. And Stitcher. Even though iTunes is more important. Um, I don't, do people still Stitch? I mean, if you cut your fingers off like I did, you stitch yourself together until you get to the hospital. Well, maybe you find yourself one day driving in deep, deep in the woods in a windy gravel road, and there's no cell signal anymore because you're deep in the woods. And you come around a corner, and all of a sudden, there it is. iTunes. iTunes. Rearing its ugly head like a (laughs) giant bear saying... Which translated means, what have you rated recently? And quickly, into your mind springs, plug and play podcast. Podcast? Podcast. Because you're scared, okay? You can't talk right. Gotcha. So. Just so you guys know, Tim's not even a quarter of the way through his beer. The lumbering bear looks at you, cocks its head, then nods slowly, approvingly, shambles back into the forest, satisfied that you've liked us and read us on iTunes, because I don't care about Stitcher. Um, and, and you are safe, and you live another day. Safe from the iTunes bear. Sounds good. Well, head over to PlugAndPlayCast.com to follow us on all of our social media outlets. And, and, and by the way, you're a kid. I know. Don't forget to prime and shine.